So this is a double arch tray impression we got from a dentist for a three-unit bridge, which is kind of pushing the technique. We, we really don't like to see three-unit bridges in double arch tray impressions. But the interesting part is that the last tooth in the arch has been prepared. And I've always been told that if you're doing a double arch impression technique when the last tooth in the arch has been prepared, there's the possibility that there may be overclosure when the patient bites down into the impression. So I'm going to go ahead and take this impression and hold it up to the light. And I can see on the anterior teeth that the patient is in fact all the way together. So the patient did achieve maximum intercuspation, but again, I've always been told there's a possibility for overclosure in the posterior when using this technique. So let's look at the models that we poured up from this doctor, from this double arch tray impression. And you can see that they're pretty decent. And as we zoom in on this, you'll notice that we have probably enough room for our Bruxer bridge here on the bicuspid. But as we get closer, we really don't have enough room here between uh, uh, this prepped abutment and the opposing tooth. In fact, you can see they're almost in contact. And that's what prompted our technical support people to call the doctor and say, we need a little more room. In fact, we'd prefer that you send us a full arch impression because this is for a three unit bridge. We wanna make sure we get the excursions right. So the doctor, uh, credit to them, did not uh, complain and took a full arch impression in a metal tray, which I prefer to that plastic double arch tray anyway because of how absolutely rigid it is and how stiff it is. And it allows you to use a light body material and a medium body material if you wish uh, without any putty or without anything really stiff like a heavy body because the tray itself is so stiff. And so we see that we've got a nice impression here for the three unit bridge and he, he took a full uh, lower arch impression as well and then a bite registration. And here's the interesting thing. He did not do any more reduction. He just took a new impression for us. And it was interesting to see that when we mounted it, you can see now how much room we have between that distal abutment and the opposing tooth. And it, no additional preparation was done. The only thing that was done differently was that a full arch upper and a full arch lower impression were taken with a bite registration and then mounted on the, on the articulator. And you can see how much more room we have between the molar. In fact, if I bring the other one in here and, and you can take a look at both models at the same time, you'll see that what in fact we are actually seeing is that overclosure in the distal when we're using a double arch tray and prepping the most distal tooth in the arch. So for years at my lecture, I've been saying this and repeating this because uh, I've heard from authorities and known that it happens. This is the first time a case has come across my desk where I saw so clearly the difference between uh, a bridge preparation taken with a double arch technique and with a full upper, full lower, and bite registration. We can now go ahead and proceed with the bridge because of those full arch impressions. Whereas with the double arch tray, because of the overclosure, we thought that the dentist actually needed to prep more. So again, my warning would be always, you know, be careful when you're using a double arch tray and you're prepping the most distal tooth uh, in the arch, especially if it's for a bridge like this. If it's for a bridge, definitely go ahead and take full arch impressions. But even on a single unit, uh, this can happen as well, and you may want to verify uh, or just take a separate bite registration so that uh, we're able to make sure that overclosure has not occurred.